Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's edition of the We Are Podcast and the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. This is your host, Jared Prugar. Let's recap Big Ten Media Day. It happened Thursday for the Penn State contingent that was made up of head coach James Franklin, Tariq players Tariq Castro Fields, Jahan Dodson, and PJ Mustafer. You know, it was a big day because we got to see them in, in the per, in person in 3D for the first time in well over a year. Oh, this is the first time that we haven't seen them behind a computer screen, which is really weird. I wasn't sure, you know, that James Franklin existed in in the, in the in three dimensions. So that was great to see them and to talk with them and, and to see, you know, those things just kind of getting back to normal. Uh, James Franklin mentioned that they had a little bit more of an extended uh, trip as the players flew down to Georgia to meet with James Franklin and his family um, before embarking on Indianapolis. They just spent the day with, with Franklin and his family, with his daughters and, and his wife. And that's something that, that just hasn't happened because of the pandemic. And, and uh, James Franklin's uh, one daughter has is more susceptible uh, to COVID and, and more at risk through her sickle cell uh, trait um, issues. And, you know, the, the, uh, those three guys were vaccinated, of course. But just seeing, and, and for what Franklin said, just seeing them interact with his daughters and his daughters interact with them, they've been isolated for most of the pandemic. And that's not something that's been undocumented. It was well known and well noted that James Franklin was sleeping in his garage and, and away from his family all of last year um, because of those issues and because of just the sheer volume of people he interacts with and, and not wanting to, to run that risk. But, you know, things are slowly getting back to normal. James Franklin was open and honest about uh, particular things, you know, they he he declined to comment about Oklahoma and Texas uh, and college football realignment, but you know he, he did talk about how COVID nineteen and, and those issues. Penn State is about seventy percent vaccinated. There's still a few that that need to get vaccinated. Obviously, with with programs uh, over one hundred and twenty to one hundred and fifty people involved, and that's player staff and coaches. Um, it, it's very hard to get everybody on board. Um, with everything but you know it could become a potential disadvantage or advantage competitively um because say you have a group of of position players like let's say the wide receivers test positive well now you have to go in and and that takes out a particular position group um based on different protocols and things like that and the big 10 did come out and say that they're going to let the schools decide before going on and and making a final decision and, and coming to 
uh, coming to the middle ground. But it's just one of those situations where you got to be aware of that, and and that's going to play a big factor here in the fall, uh, vaccination rates and, and protocols. Because last year, Penn State, until week five, didn't get a chance to be a full team. They, um, team meetings were held via Zoom. Practices were were just kind of different as far as as far as the setup and, and those things that had gone, but you know Penn State's riding high. They're coming into this year off a of four off a of four game winning streak to end the season. Obviously, they started zero five. Um, there are still some questions in the quarterback room. Uh, James Franklin did nothing to quell those rumors, uh, as he said. You know, as it does not seem like he's terribly happy with the performance out of the group, and I think that stems from Sean Clifford's inconsistencies. Uh, rather than take one Robertson and Christian Veyu and their lack of experience. I mean, it, it's hard to fault them. Christian Veyu is a true freshman. Roberson has just not had very many opportunities to play. But it's just a situation where now, guess what? Now you, you've got Sean Clifford, who's played a starter back-to-back seasons. One year was great. Other year, not so much. So you, Franklin, I don't think, is very confident in that room right off the bat. Obviously, if they're still looking to get somebody in the portal, if that were to happen and make it a good fit, I think that kind of the writing is on the wall there. Um, you know, the, between Mustafa and, and Castro Fields and uh, and Dotson, these this is a hungry group that's a confident group too, um, and I think that's huge. If you have that confidence, kind of that swagger coming into the 2021 season, I think that's huge for the Nittany Lions. They didn't, they did not have that confidence. Um, it seems that Dodson is uh, ready to go. He's on a bunch of different watch lists this season. Um, and I and I expect him to have a big year. Um, I think defenses are going to focus on him. But when you have Keandre Lambert-Smith, Parker Washington, and Jahan Dodson, plus Brenton Strange at tight end, and some, um, and some you know, dogs in the running back room, which we talked about last week, you know, and Noah Kane and Kevon Lee, they're, the offense is not short on on firepower, and I think when you split those guys up, you know the defense can't pay attention just just to Jahan Dotson. Dahan or Dotson is just a, what has become a, a physical specimen at the receiver position, and I think that you know with his confidence and his his ability to step up and be a leader for the Nittany Lions this year, um, on and off the field, I think it's huge for for them moving forward because he's going to open things up down the line for for Parker Washington for Keandre Lambert-Smith, and for Brenton Strange to take that coverage off the top and just that big playmaking ability and give Sean Clifford or whoever they find in the backfield um, that safety valve and that opportunity. Hey, listen, this is my go-to guy. I know I can go to him and get get the ball to him whenever I need to. And I also expect to have Castro Fields is, uh, having a big year. And and he's a guy that, you know, has been around. He's been around a while. He's played some, some significant um, games for the Nittany Lions, made some significant plays. Obviously, last year was kind of up and down injuries. But it's just one of those situations where now this is a guy that gets a fresh outlook. He comes back ready to ready to play. Uh, obviously, he didn't need to come back this year, but he chose to to build his draft stock, but also to help the Nittany Lions um, get to the next level. Uh, their goal, and, and one of those things that, that those guys talked about, Jahan Dotson especially, is... Um, when we walked into this building, Lucas Oil Stadium, we want to be back here in December. And we want to be back here in January, too. Obviously, um, Lucas Oil Stadium is the facility where the national championship game will be held. Can Penn State get there? That remains to be seen. 
But in the next segment, we're going to talk about some guys that will help Penn State in the future get to where they want to go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome back to the We Are Podcast and the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. This is Jared Fugar. And we need to talk about Penn State recruiting because for the third week in a row, it's and all of all of July for that matter, it's been Penn State's root world recruiting. So, you know, you look at the you look at the boards on 24-7, there's only one team ahead of Ohio State. And, and honestly, you look at it. They've got 17 commits. Three of them are five stars. So obviously, that's where they're making up that ground. You know, um, it's just one of those situations. Penn State's right behind them with 12 four-star commits. The most recent was denied Dennis Sutton uh, coming in this week, Thursday, right after Penn State had talked at Media Day. Um, and they also have nine three-star commits as well. You know, obviously the five stars aren't there quite yet. But again, as I've said multiple times here, once you get to campus, those stars don't matter. And great, it's great that, you know, you're winning in the recruiting rankings, but you've got to be able to develop. Now, the most recent commit tonight, Dennis Sutton, is a guy that is going to be a monster up front for the Nittany Lions on the defensive side of the football. It's a guy that they they reached out and offered a scholarship to his freshman season uh, for McDonough. And it's just a, it's an excellent opportunity for Penn State to build on that relationship. You know, they've had a multitude of guys, including P.J. Mustafer, um, out of uh, the McDonough School in Owings Mills, Maryland. And, you know, it, it keeps that pipeline alive. You know, it, Mustafer started the trend uh, in 2018. Devon Ellis came in 2019. And five-star linebacker Curtis Jacobs in 2020. You know, that's those right there. Curtis Jacobs is probably going to be a starter for the Penn State defense. Ellis is going to be a, a significant contributor um, at, at defensive tackle. And now you've got, for the next cycle, you've got denied Dennis Sutton. And this is a guy that's freakishly athletic. He's going to be able to get there. And this is a guy, like I said, they were really early on in the process. They knew what they had in him. And he was he was pretty raw as a freshman. But it, it's an excellent opportunity to, to keep getting guys of that nature. Um, and, you know, he was, like I said, he's offered a scholarship before his freshman year. Um, they didn't want to to miss out on the next big thing. Um, 
they didn't want to miss out on him. And that relationship, I think, is what ultimately has led them to this point into getting him and into building on that and, you know, getting him to, to stay away from an Alabama or a Georgia type. Um, so getting guys like that and, and staying on guys like that and building those relationships is really, truly what makes James Franklin and his staff um, so special when it comes to recruiting. When they build that relationship and they, you know, you talk about it all the time and, and talking about another guy that they signed um, and that had actually signed and now has a decision to make in, um, in Lonnie White Jr., you know, that was the biggest thing that, that Franklin talked about with, with him um, on media, or talked about, about him on media day is the relationship with the family. Franklin has always been relationship based and I think that's really why the 2021 class is, is was eh. You know, they're just not an opportunity to build a lot of strong relationships, but also there just wasn't enough room for a lot of those guys either with the way that the scholarships and, and COVID issues were, um, had happened. But they're back on track for 2022. And and now, you know, Dennis Sutton's going to come in and, and just be able to, to make an impact early. I mean, he's, he's going to be a dominant factor. Um, and when he visited, he was hosted by those McDonough guys. Uh, Mustafer, Ellie's, uh, and Jacobs were part of the uh, part of the contingent that, you know, um, held court for him over that over that time um but you know you talk about that uh and you know i don't think this is the last guy to come from mcdonough either as penn state has offered um antonio trip uh, an offensive lineman for 2023 um but you know that, that's just kind of the way that that pipeline has worked and i think deny dennis sutton's going to be an excellent contributor for the nittany lions uh moving forward but um you know, let's talk about Lonnie White here before we go. You know, White has a decision to make. You know, you can look at the pirate side of it and the money and, and getting a top prospect and, and a guy that's going to come in and contribute to your minor league system. You look at the Penn State side of it where you've got a lot of educational, um, you know, perks. You've got free schooling. And that doesn't happen for a lot of baseball guys. Um, you know, the, the economics of college baseball just aren't the greatest. You know, a lot of partials, a lot of academic scholarships. But this is a guy that's going to be a dual sport athlete if he commits and finishes, fulfills his commitment, I should say, to the Navy Lions. So, you know, and one of the things that Franklin mentioned is is the family relationship and, and being supportive of whatever decision Lonnie White makes, whether he's and whether it's football at Penn State, whether it's baseball with the Pirates, you know, it's an excellent opportunity. And, and you know, for an 18-year-old to have that type of leverage, uh, you know, you look at a guy like Bubba Chandler, who who was a dual commit at uh, Clemson, baseball and, and football. He was he would have been a quarterback at Clemson, and there's quite a lot of, quite a bit of money he left on the table at Clemson too, with the with the NIL and, and things of that nature. But he ended up taking a three million dollar um, signing bonus from the from the Pirates to to sign and and you know he gets to play both ways, you know, and start out that way. Now Lonnie White's not going to get that type of money should he play. Both football or baseball, uh, to be honest with you, a wide receiver at Penn State isn't going to garner the type of national attention that a quarterback at Clemson would do. But he's still going to be, I think, signed to over slot. Um, but it's just one of those situations. You know, let's talk. We're obviously this is the We Are podcast, so we're going to focus a little bit more on the Penn State side of things. Um, and you know, it, it, it's tough to pass up an off opportunity to play big time college football. But when you look at the money and, and you look at the NIL stuff, I mean, it's. You know, there's a lot of potential there, too. Now, like I said, I don't think he's going to be making what he would make um, to do that. And one of the things that James Franklin did mention was the minor league system and how, you know, once you're there, you're not making a lot of money. Uh, that's, you know, one of the one of the worst things about minor league baseball is just a severe lack of, of pay. 
And, and, and honestly, minor league baseball has taken advantage of that uh, multiple, multiple times. And that's a story for another podcast. But, you know, that's a factor as well. Once you get that signing bonus, once you have that little that money to, to grow from and, and to put into your training, you know, what's going to happen? Now, James Franklin says it, the decision seems to, to change all the time. One day it might seem like that he's committed one way. The other, it might seem like he's committed the other. So we still have some time. He's got to be decided by the end of July. So, and then obviously it then comes training camp. Penn State's first practice is August 6th. So it'll be interesting to see um, how that goes and, and how that progresses from here on out. But until then, he has a he has an excellent opportunity, whatever decision that he, he comes, uh, comes up with. But until then, you know, it, this has been the We Are Podcast on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network and your host, Jared Prugar. I will talk to you again next week. 